left. Like, if you're Phaedra and Kate after this, personally speaking, it would take a, an act of God to keep me from killing Trishel. It would just be like absolutely. Oh, when she's like a BB moment, which is like a beautiful black moment. Do we get any of those in this episode? Black. We have a goodbye moment of the chaotic bye moment. And you're watching Black by Reality. Black by Daddy and those who love us. Hello, you are watching or listening to Black by Reality Podcast, a place for Black by Baddies and those who love us. I'm your host, Nicole Weaver, and I am so excited to say that I am here with a, a seasoned podcaster who always has the big takes, Chappelle. <laughs> hey. Hi, Nicole. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Uh, yes. I, I've been doing this for a while. I think I normally have some big takes, but I think we're all on the same page here with the topic of the day. And so uh, I'm very excited to give my takes here. And thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. We. What has your thoughts been about season two, first of all, before we get into this episode? The longer we have the season, the more I appreciate the cast. I, I sometimes I wonder if we're wasting this cast on uh, where we could have a better show. Like if this was Celebrity Big Brother, listen, I think we have some good, some good TV for just like days at a time. But because it's this particular show, The Traders, where we're getting just like an abbreviated look at each of these players, and if they're not getting a lot of screen time, we don't get it really, really get to know them. I feel like. There could be so much more. So I think that, number one, the casting was crazy. Uh, but, you know, as far as that, I think that the gameplay had been fun until a point. And now I think that we're just kind of hoping that we don't run out of steam before the end of the season. I, I think we only got a couple more episodes, though, so I'm not too concerned. But every episode, it does feel like they're drawing it out because, you know, the cat's out of the bag on who the traders are. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting of, like, kind of everyone buying their time for the end so we'll see but first of all i kind of hate this mechanic at this point because the minute a trader goes we need to try and recruit a new one last time it didn't take this time phaedra said kate you're my girl and kate was like i'm back for a second season bring it on yeah and Nicole, they don't give you an opportunity to to turn it down this time. You know, so last time Peter had the option to say, I'm good. I don't want to do that. I'm a faithful, blah, blah, blah. This time it's like, okay, you come with me or you die. And mm -hmm. I think that I honestly, at this point, this is all you can do. Or we're about to lose the, the, the traders so early into the game where there wouldn't be a season left. And so I'm happy the producers added that little extra spin to it. But yeah, I'm with you. It feels like Kate especially Kate, is being put in a position where now she's come in, she missed the first half of the show, and now she can potentially win the Traders by just being here at this right exact moment. You know, she only has to last a couple more eliminations, and that's it. She wins the game, and I don't know how fair that is. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, this, this game is wildly unfair to a lot of people, but that yeah. seems like a huge advantage, you know? It is, and it's very, it's so interesting. Okay, am I wild to ask, actually, should is it a good mechanic? Like, what happens if we really do have all faithfuls or only one traitor? Like, 
I think that could be interesting television because they're still going to assume there's a traitor in their midst. And well, unless, unless no one's dying. I think that's the problem, right? Someone still has to die at night because if no one dies, then they just, like, who do you accuse? Would you even accuse somebody? I guess you could keep making them banish even though no one's dying. Mm-hmm. Which I guess could be entertaining if you're just sitting around the round table being like, okay, there has to be one more. Yeah. But who is it? But without someone dying, I think it's really tough to keep this going. I think you always have to be recruiting a trader, and that makes the game interesting, but also it kind of takes the, the steam out of it. Like we're, I'm rooting for Phaedra at this point to be the last standing trader that wins because she was there from day one. Mm-hmm. But if she loses, then now we're rooting for Kate to be the last trainer to win. And she was not there from day one. She hasn't done half the work that anybody else has done. And I just don't think it's fair. Yeah, we're definitely not going to be rooting for Kate to win. And she probably won't win by how we see her first moments as a trainer. But I think it was like, maybe if they added mechanic of someone loses or someone's murdered, if they, yeah, drink out of this thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, not even someone murdered. It was just like part of the game mechanic. Maybe that would be interesting and pretty funny <laughs> to still yeah. have fingers at each other. But yeah, you, you bring up a good point. So, okay. Morning after. We're at breakfast. Um, Peter. Oh, I will say. So Kate is sitting there and her mind, she knows logically what she's supposed to do. But this just shows how hard this is psychologically. Because she's like, in my mind... I'm still Kate. I still think Peter is a traitor. And that is my truth. <laughs> <laughs> you have to believe it. Because if you don't believe in Nicole, who will, right? So you have to really get into the, no, I'm hunting traitor. So all my actions, my mannerisms are going to give that energy, right? And by the time breakfast is over, we already see MJ being like, Kate, what's wrong? Something's different about you. I wonder, is your light gone a little bit? What is it about your light that's just, it's something different that happened last night. I'm not quite sure what it was. I was shocked. She caught on that quick. She did. She must have been thinking so thoughtfully because I assume, I only know Kate through this. I don't watch Below Deck. But Kate seems to be like, she keeps it light. She has a quip for everything. She seems so thoughtful and in her head that MJ's like, what are you thinking about? <laughs> You're never it's, thinking this hard. <laughs> like, right. just, all of her thoughts are just registering on her face. She's like a book. And MJ, MJ's like, something's different about you. And that's all it takes, Nicole, is that one person to say, didn't you think that was weird? And if you well, don't want you to be the one who's banished, you're like, yeah, that was weird. Let's do it. So exactly. I, it's, it's not looking great for Kate out the gate, which is, I don't know. How did you feel about Kate being the choice here to be recruited in the first place? I wasn't surprised because I remember when it was down to Phaedra and Poverty, for some reason, um, Poverty was like, oh, I can see Kate in the end. And what we see is that when they're in the turret, Phaedra was like, so what's the plan? She is used to looking at someone else for the strategic plan, even mm-hmm. though she's a very strategic and smart person. Yeah. So... Yeah, I was like, she already had a plan set out. Of course she's going to pick Kate. Right. And and that what's the plan thing, I think other people will notice that too. By the end of the episode, John does his whole speech where he does point out that Phaedra's goal here is to lay low and to not make any mistakes. So she's like, yeah, what are we about to do so that I can learn how to fly under that radar, you know? And so when she says that, the Kate's like, girl, I just got here. What are you talking about? You've been a, fa- a traitor since day one. You don't have no... Like, no plans. You ain't got no, no, what? It was just me. That was your only option. And I think that's bad on both of them. I think that Kate just walked into a situation where she might be screwed and Phaedra's willing to let her go. I mean, 
Yeah. It doesn't look like Kate's going to go before Phaedra, but it, I don't know if she's going to have a lot of wiggle room after Phaedra's gone. Yeah. All Phaedra needs is someone in front of her. She needs her new shield, and Kate yeah. is right there for that. Uh, Phaedra's also in for breakfast. Everyone is filing through. Peter is like, oh, my God, my team. I'm just, I think someone on my team is going to go. Just who is it? And it's like, oh, okay, Peter, like, you have a big target. Woo-woo. <laughs> uh, it's it's annoying because he it, it, he is right, and he's very confident in his rightness, so it comes off very smug. Oh, and, yeah. and, and it's like, okay, Peter, we get it. You're right. Okay, here's a medal, right? And, and you know, they didn't kill Peter because they could, he could have had the shield. But throughout this episode, I started questioning, like, well, shit, maybe she should have shot anyway. You know, like, I, I, don't get me wrong. You don't need Kevin there as well. But with Peter in the game, maybe you just, mm-hmm. that's just one person who's just way too loud about, mm-hmm. like, no, it's got to be Phaedra. Maybe if you leave Kevin and Trishel in to argue amongst themselves, they can't galvanize the team. But mm-hmm. Peter's all about the team. So I think that is probably, I won't say it was a mistake because you don't want to shoot at somebody who could have a shield. They already tried that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Peter being here is just so bad for the Traders game. I, but I feel like Phaedra's building a case against him, and there's always like a little seed of doubt. We'll mm-hmm. see. I, I think he's also like the red herring for them. Uh, but yeah, everyone keeps coming in. It's down to Trishel and Kevin, and ooh, Kevin is the one murder. He lasted so long. He was. So, that man. Is um, I'm sure he's very intelligent. I just didn't see much of that on the show. So maybe the editors are at fault here. I that is that my nicest way of what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say, Nicole. No, like, uh, everyone knows what you're saying. I've been saying this. I, <laughs> he that has to be his character because like even when I pull up gifs for this podcast, it's just him like shirtless having a good time (laughs) there's nothing no evidence of him being different so i think they played into whatever character he was he was just like hey can i take this as a souvenir that's his like last words (laughs) yeah i I aspire to be the himbo that he is you know that is what i'm going for in life like i got i listen uh, me and him probably about the same intelligence but if i could just get my attractiveness up there i could i too could go on any shows and look like a dummy because that's (laughs) all he did and i you know I wish I could say I was sad to see Kevin go, but it's kind of taking up space. Somebody saw, somebody online called him the male charade. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were paired together, right? And we were like, mm. that, that's a no-go. They are the same person. Um, I was interested in seeing a little bit more of Kevin just because it seemed like, oh, he his antenna is up about Peter flipping on that last on that last round table and he started talking to MJ, which is like another weird pair. But I was like, if they start doing stuff together, I would have enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It would probably would have helped Phaedra for sure. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't think the Kevin vote is a bad vote. Cause you know, he doesn't have a shield, but at the same time, if you could just get one other person in the house just being wildly wrong about something and you you could get the, the team to pile on that. I think it just helps everybody else as far as the traders are concerned. Uh, but Taking him out, you take out one of the people who is going to push back against Peter, potentially. And so that might have been a mistake. Yeah, true. This is what, after after so much has happened, this is what the Peter Posse looked like 
we are down to John, which I'm shocked by. At last yeah. episode, I was like, okay, John might have defected. But no, we learned from this episode, John's still in it for whatever reason. Peter and Trishel. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they keep calling John the most faithful faithful. And the show has protected the, the faithfuls a couple times with some of these twists and stuff like that. But if they could get John out, it probably would not hurt. Because everyone's listening to John. They might not listen to Peter. But what John says goes here. And uh, is it is it the accent? What is it about John that makes all these people trust him, Nicole? Because I'm not quite sure that he's saying anything largely compelling, but I like the way he says it. Yeah. I think it's like the accent. I think he's the elder of the group. I don't think mm. anyone's older than him. Um, and how he speaks, I think we hear later on at the round table. He's so elegant. Uh eloquent with his words and words sway so he's dangerous he's a little dangerous yeah he's still kicking it good good on him (laughs) good on him uh after breakfast everyone is dispersing um peter says he hates losing and today there's a good chance of that peter said he'd rather do um the traitors than the bachelor, which I, <laughs> reality TV fan, I was like, ooh, and I think that's always the case, right? I don't, I don't think anyone from the Bachelor would prefer the Bachelor over like other shows, and he yeah. had a rough go of it as the Bachelor. I don't know if you know anything about his run there. So I don't know much about Peter's run, but I do know The Bachelor is a show that's very centered on one guy and how he treats, you know, the 20 women that they put in front of him. And it's really tough to to maintain, you know, some type of positive like viewpoint from the public while doing that. If you're trying to be if you're being honest about who you are with all these women. Right. So there's a lot of kissing. There's a lot of people vying for options. There's a lot of him being also who he is and you know he's under a microscope in a way that for the traders there are other people to look at right he's not the main character he's making himself the main character right now but he's not you know yeah he doesn't have to be so i I can see why he would like that more what we're learning about peter is that he's gonna stand out one way or the other so um yeah so phaedra she's talking she talks to michelle and um ct after all of this and Wow, CT, he had Phaedra and Trishel this whole entire time, and he finally has to draw a line in the sand this episode. I was yeah. such a Phaedra CT shipper. Is it really the end of them? It, it, it feels like it is, right? It's done. He finally voted against her. Uh, his feelings are going to be hurt when he realizes that it was her. But that's the thing when you play with these uh, like people who already know each other, they're just certain bonds that are going to be really hard to break up. And so if Phaedra thought like I got CT, you still have to you have to get CT over all the evidence against you, Phaedra, because there is evidence now piling up against you. And you have to get her over. I mean, him over Trishel, who he's known for 20 some odd years, probably probably closer to 30 years at this point that he's known Trishel. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're looking at 30 years of friendship, then He's probably going to go with Trishel if she's making a compelling argument, especially now he already screwed over Trishel once, too. So, yeah. yeah, after she put that guilt on him, there was nothing else that Phaedra could do unless she had somebody else to throw to the wolves. And, you know, Phaedra's not in in here, like, throwing Kate under the bus all of a sudden. It, it would have been really tacky. Dan did it, but whatever. Um, yeah. You know, but, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, she really, her, her number one ally, aside from Sheree, mm-hmm. was C.T., and CT mm-hmm. already has a number one ally, so this was never going to work out for her. But it, it what could have been, right? Yep. 
what could have been. She does have the Bravo girlies, which gets called out later in a very interesting mm-hmm. way. But before that, John is talking to Trishel. He's like, we need to stick together for this round table. I was like, not John picking the losing team. Uh, he's on the wrong side of history. Team. Yeah. It's bad. Phaedra tells Sheree, Sandra, and, uh, no. Phaedra tells Sheree and Sandra that Peter is a traitor um, for his deals with Parv and Dan. So she's working on that. John, Peter, and Trichelle, they have their hallway talk, and they say that CT and Sandra are probably the sway votes that they need to work on. So Peter approaches CT, and he's straight up. This was so funny, because he's like, yeah, what are you thinking tonight? CT said, you, my boy! <laughs> I was like, you working with everybody? Like, trying to defend poverty was really Peter just being too flashy. He was doing too much. He did not have to do that at all. And that is the one seed of doubt that really could help Phaedra get away with this. It's just like, but look at Peter working with her, right? Mm-hmm. But and it did work. It looked like CT was like, hey, that was that was weird. That was very weird. But you know, it's just with Dan really throwing the uh the suspicion on. Phaedra a couple weeks ago with poverty kind of echoing those sentiments, you know, alongside mm-hmm. Peter and Peter being correct. That's the other thing. Peter was correct about poverty. It's just, there's too much evidence to where you can get the ball rolling on. Maybe it's Peter, but they're trying. At least they're trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, go. What did you think about every time they try to have these little side conversations? Phaedra's boots are just giving away her location. She can't sneak <laughs> up on anybody. She was really trying. I love everything about her was so much. She has like the biggest side bun and the yes. biggest coat. The big blue coat. Yeah. <laughs> like, ma'am, you're supposed to be stealth- stealthy walking around this house. And all you hear is like the clack of little boots and stuff walking around. It's crazy. That's something reality stars need to think about in the future seasons. And like everyone's yes. now sneaking. MJ first was the one i think mj is actually pretty good and she got it down pat because she hasn't been caught yet but Mm -hmm. we also see later kate how she tried to get out of that was hilarious but what we have to wait now i don't know i was a little disappointed i'm usually team missions when it comes to this show because they've been doing a good job but i was disappointed by this first of all i was hyped by the gold um mask and robes, because I was like, oh, we gotta find our coin or whatever. I liked this last season. This season, they don't even do anything. Yeah, when they brought the church back, I thought I got excited. I thought it was that that um, that same confessional challenge that they do, right, where they go in a confession and they have to go find the things. I was like, okay, we're back at uh, what Sandra calls Phaedra, well, Phaedra's favorite place. Uh, no, I think Trishelle said that. Yeah, she said we're at church. Phaedra's favorite place. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I was like, okay, cool. But I didn't think this challenge was that great. You know, I thought that, you know, as far as it being a crossbow challenge, it's pretty straightforward. I was not expecting the amount of strategy to come out of it that ended up coming out with them, like, being so bad at the crossbow that it was like, okay, let's just move it to who's ever closest and not target anybody specifically. And then Phaedra making the conscious effort to try to take out Trishel instead. Um, so, yeah, a very different spin on a challenge that they normally have on all iterations of the traders, like U.S., Canada, Australia. They've all had that church challenge. This is the first time I've ever seen this one. Yeah, yeah. It was not good. It was not good no. for several reasons. But basically, once again, they're adding money to the pot. Kind of. <laughs> the way <laughs> that they're going to have to make up for all the losses at the end to get that 
fries back up because they're just not adding it. They're like, oh, I think you start off at two fifty, but then they were like, and you lose two hundred and fifty dollars every time you miss. The mm-hmm. way that price just, just tanks, and yeah, you actually have to aim and yeah. <laughs> you you can't give these people skill based challenges. Right. It's right. So- if it was if it was just run up there and break the little thing, then we probably get more information. Okay, that's the person you don't want having the shield. Okay, maybe that throws some suspicion on you. But the fact that it's like, okay, y'all, all 25 shots of the next shots need to go towards CT because he's the closest one and we can't we just can't get the the crossbow lined up. So he's next. And then after that, it's the next person. And then after that, mm-hmm. it's the next person. Then we'll just move it incrementally down until we get the next person. They could have been doing this for hours. I, could you imagine yeah. how long it actually took for them to do this? I wish they told us because usually, usually this show is like, oh, it was so close. It went right down to the allotted time. And it's like, first of all, you know that's bakery. You know that's fraud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now they're just flat out saying, this is taking forever. It was, it was too long. It was too yeah. long. No. Funny challenge to me though. Um, oh, I did love on the way into the church. I think some. I think it was. Um, dang, who was it? Said, "Woo, when was the last time you been to church?" I think Kate says it. Yeah. And Sandra said Sunday, and I was like, "See, some of these people <laughs> don't play. Don't play. They be in the church house." They I was like, really I, do. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. But this challenge is dumb. This challenge lost so much money, and and somehow they still managed to get that. Phaedra is suspicion out of this because her coming after Trishel, I mean, we'll, we'll see CT later on draw a diagram of how absurd yeah. it was for her to go after Trishel. But when so you see it dramatic. drawn out like that, yeah, it, I was like, well, Phaedra, what you gonna do now? You know, what is this? Well, my thing is, is that my argument is that all of the windows around Trishel were only broken. Obviously, you guys are better at the lower glass than mm-hmm. the higher. So why is it so crazy <laughs> for her to be like, why don't we just get this last corner one? I right. And I'm over Trishel and these freaking shields. She yes. And nobody wants to kill it. They don't want to kill her that bad. Like, that's the thing. Trisha is not, like, at the top of the hit list. Phaedra should. Absolutely. She should. Because they're out fighting over the Right. Out of spite, she should kill him. She should kill Trisha, too, because I'm tired. But also, yeah, if you your number one has another number one, you should not be okay with that. Get Trisha out of here. Get her out of here. Take your man back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in the end, yes, Phaedra, she moved that. Trishel's like, oh my gosh. And everyone, everyone's shook. It comes down to CT and John. And in the end, CT gets it, correct? Yeah, he, he took out John's uh last little she uh little little glass thing and mm-hmm. ct does not obviously does not need this uh shield but it's good that somebody not named trishel or peter or john has it because now one of them can get killed and that'll save the traders a little time honestly ct having it and not think you know and being swayed by that side isn't great for them either because mm-hmm. now he's going to come back trying to beat that drum but this is not the worst case scenario i don't think no absolutely not everyone's getting dinner i kind of like this especially that we have so many bravo people they have so many like meal scenes but they're Mm. 
kind of hardly eating and especially on the bachelor they have dinner dates they're never <laughs> everyone's going in they had a long day at work and it has that atmosphere and then they're talking while eating so Trishel told John that people listen to him so he needs to get to work yeah everyone else he go he's going to talk to Sandra and then I guess because she's persuadable and then Trishel's going to go use her magic on Kate and MJ Having Kate in the house is great for Phaedra just because there's somebody else who can go listen and maybe shut down some of these arguments and redirect back to Peter. But, I mean, this Peter posse, they just, there's too many of them at this point. And so they're they're working their way around the house. And Sandra likes to win. She's not like Peter. She does not, she does not like to lose. So mm-hmm. if you make a compelling enough argument, she might be the one to go to it. And, and, and they send John, who, like we said, he's the most faithful, faithful of all of them. And they all believe everything he says. So... I don't know. At this point, I started to think Phaedra's goose was cooked. Mm, yeah, Sandra, she said, you know, I'm just going to wait to the round table um, for Trishelle when she is talking to the Bravo girlie. She's like, well, you know, Phaedra, she has her group, <laughs> meaning the Bravo girl. And right. MJ was so defensive. She was like, that's not true. That's not true. I'm going to be open and I'm going to listen to things. And this is where I got scared because I was like, mm-hmm. is going to overcorrect. She's <laughs> going to vote against Phaedra just to prove a point. Um, but this was really good leading up to the cliffhanger that we did. Yeah. And I think Trishel messes this up because Trishel comes to them and says, y'all have on blinders. Uh, Phaedra has y'all like snow to where y'all just can't see it. There's no amount of evidence. If I'm MJ, I'm saying the same thing. Like, I'm not stupid. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying like the evidence that you're presenting is not more compelling than the evidence that I'm seeing on the opposite side. And that's also my friend. It's kind of like, yeah. you want me to go against my friend with the lackluster evidence that you've given and you've been wrong before. What about peppermint? It's not like you got a uh, 100% accuracy either, Trishel. But she's like, yeah. y'all got on blinders. I'd be like, you got on blinders too. You let every, like, Peter was just defending poverty. And now all of a sudden, Peter's just off limits. And don't get me wrong. Peter's making good arguments to why he is, is he's innocent. But at the same time, it's kind of condescending for you to just be like, y'all so dumb that y'all, there's nothing that she could do to make y'all vote for vote against her. If I'm MJ, I might, I might just vote against Trishel just despite her. You know, like, mm-hmm. so I, I just thought it was a bad pitch. It really felt bad. Rochelle's not. I've she hasn't won many people over this whole entire time. Meanwhile, Peter is like, I'm gonna go and talk to Vedra. Kate and Sandra go over to eavesdrop, which I thought was so funny. And Sheree is like, Go on your tippy toes. Go on your tippy toes. <laughs> yeah. So I love that Kate. I think it's Rochelle who walks in, right? Kate's mm-hmm. just like standing up, and the minute that she gets caught, she's just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just walking this way already. And it's like, no, you weren't. Um, it's, <laughs> so, it's tough because, you know, Kate just got here. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, y'all. I don't know if the, if the, the traders got it in to pull this one off now. It feels like the like with, with Kate being so obvious to everybody, or at least to us at home. Yeah. I, I just don't see how she's how these two people, Phaedra and Kate, are able to pull this off. I know, but it's also so new. I think in the end mm-hmm. they're probably 
we'll talk about it. But I'm just trying to guess what the end game is. Because also, we can't forget that this is supposed to exist, even though we haven't heard about it. The Leftovers. Oh, yes. Yes. And we see, like, if you look at your, your chart here, mm-hmm. you got Sandra and Phaedra still are on the same page. Kate is now with Phaedra. So Sandra's aligned with two traders and doesn't know it. Sheree yeah. is aligned with two traders and doesn't know it. CT has flipped. So um, yeah. they lost CT. So it's really going to come down to, yeah, MJ and what uh, MJ wants to do here. Yeah. And it's hard to know what MJ has going on. Because I do not know MJ prior to this season, but um, I, would love to watch, I would love to watch MJ on everything else because I just want to know this character like like full out because right now i feel like we're just getting a tip of the iceberg with mj and there's got to be a lot more there yeah i definitely watch straws of sunset and i would agree on that i don't know ct has jumped for good he could be another john like he gives middlemen like every time he's mm-hmm. at the round table he's sitting back and he's like i don't know guys now i don't watch the challenge but ct you've been long in this game so i'm not buying that you don't know Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's tough because again, if he, he it's like, is he with the leftovers or is he with Trishelle? And if yeah. he's with Trishelle and they correctly vote out Phaedra or something like that, that will reinforce that okay, I should be with Trishelle, and that's just one more piece that they lose here. But yeah, this is supposed to be a thing. It just it doesn't feel like it's a thing. It feels like it's like uh for this to have two traders on their team, I guess they make that makes them a bigger target. Yeah, but. I just feel like you should. There's power in numbers, and going and getting somebody else out at this point would be like this. This ma- this vote matters so much. It really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, what Sandra was breaking up to them is just it is about the numbers. So that was, I think, more important to her. Um, from some things, it's like even if you have a trader, you need a trader at the end. So I think that mm-hmm. wasn't the priority. But then we get so much trader talk because it's called the traders. So mm-hmm. it's very interesting how they're editing this season, basically. But let's let's get to the round table because everyone has made some some work, but it ultimately comes down to here. John decides to kick things off and he just starts going in on Phaedra. Yeah, but it was it was very poetic. It was just like um like he was saying that Phaedra, I think it's you and then also I have evidence and I don't know for sure, but what about this? What about this? What about this? I think you're a great person, but in the game, I think you like it was it was very like very eloquent as Phaedra points yeah. out. And I really think you don't need a, a jury foreman like him, right? Who was like leading mm-hmm. off those conversations and getting everybody aligned on one thought because he said it so well to, I mean, it's, it'd be hard to push back against that without sounding like super defensive or suspicious. And, yeah. and it does not help that he's correct. You know, like yeah. if he was wrong, <laughs> then it would be something. But the fact that Phaedra, she's hearing him not lying. It's kind of like, dang, now I got to go and just put the blame on somebody else. And the only person she can really aim at right now is Peter. Yeah. The things that I pulled from John's speech is that he said two people were traitors and named her as one, the most damning. John calls her fly low, Phaedra. Um, she's laying low the whole entire time, just hoping to get to the end. And he also called her noncommittal, which I thought was an interesting choice of words. Um mm. 
So, yeah, she reminds Strong that he's not in Parliament. So you could just get to the point, boo-boo. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like, damn, John, shut up. We heard you already. I, you know, I, And I think that also doesn't look great as far as the defense goes. It's like, John does this every roundtable. But this time, Fraser's like, we've had enough of hearing you grandstand about what, you know, and I'm like, okay. She's on the ropes. What is she going to do? I think the other thing he pointed out is that she she is wearing low and trying not to make any mistakes where other people are actively coming out and accusing people. Phaedra's only accusing Peter as like a response to her name being on the chopping block. Because if you ask Phaedra, anybody else, and she's like, oh, I don't know. You know, even when John goes to her, I mean, uh, when Peter goes to her and tries to make that one alliance, it's um, Peter, Parvati, and Phaedra. Phaedra's like, I'm out. I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm not yeah. doing it. Yeah, she's been playing the middle. And I'm sure they probably went to her as a five and was like, okay, we're the Peter Posse. Phaedra, you know, are you willing to work with us? She's like, I don't know. You know, she's probably, she did not jump ship and go try to work with them to get out Sheree or Sandra. So for, for him, it's just like, I'm about to lay out all these, this evidence and then y'all can do whatever y'all want with it. And all she could do was kind of just be like, okay, well, shut up. You know, <laughs> what about Peter? Said, shut up. And Peter, you're working with like the most suspicious person, which I think was actually a good read of like, mm -hmm. you can't be pointing all these fingers on me when Peter's right there and he was just defending a traitor. So uh -huh. look at that. Um, yeah, I, Peter, I actually don't think he lost as much at this round table as he did the last one. The last one was not looking good for him at all. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, she told him, this is not The Bachelor, and I don't have to kiss your ass for a rose. And I'm thinking, you know, Phaedra, I'm not familiar with her work. I've seen the clips of all these reunion shows. Uh, now check that. I've seen all that stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. This feels like that, Phaedra, where she's mm -hmm. just like, I'm about to line you up. It ain't based off of no game stuff or anything. Let me tell you what you're not about to do. And yeah. I think that really does piss off Peter because from his from his point of view, this is not personal. This is yeah. me saying I have the evidence. It's clearly you. You're lying. I can tell everyone should be listening to me. And it's frustrating. From her point of view, it's like this could get personal if you wanted to. I just need to survive this. And yeah, and he, he does. Said, I liked you. He said, I liked you, Phaedra. Like, let's not right. do this. And she was like, nah, if anyone gets between me and this money, you're, <laughs> you're right. Dead. You're dead. Yeah. That I liked you, though. That came from the heart. He was like, I yeah. never had nothing yeah. bad to say about you, lady. And now you sit here like, I don't got to kiss your ass. Like, I don't. I so yeah, she cut him deep. I'm really, honestly, I'm really hoping that I'm really hoping that she wins this round. I'm hoping that Peter goes here. I just think it'd be better TV if Phaedra if Phaedra survives this. And and oh, yeah. like I said, it's just she cut him deep. She did, but she's just trying to survive at this point. It's like, damn, what do y'all want her to do? Like, she just be like, ah, you got me. It's it's yeah. over. She gotta try something. This is the best she has. Yes. I agree. I agree. Mostly Trishel speaking the most at this round table. She always has to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not going to miss her after this. <laughs> if if they can that. get her out. So, ooh, so we don't, we don't know who gets banished here yet. Obviously, they're about to leave us with a dang cliffhanger. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're, the, if, you're, if you're left, like if you're Phaedra and Kate after this, Personally speaking, it would take a, an act of God to keep me from killing Trishel. It would just be like... Absolutely. 
You gotta go. You gotta go. No. You gotta go. For once, we know you don't have that shield. I'm tired of you being right. I'm tired of you being wrong. I'm tired of you just like, it's, you just gotta go. It's it's done. Truly. And then that would just leave John. Do we think John's even like that? Um, we're talking about how like convincing he can be. But truly, if he's just on his own, will he have that much power to take down Phaedra? It's tough because it's like if you get Peter out, let's say Peter gets banished tonight. Peter's going to say, I'm a faithful. So everybody's going to look at Phaedra like you was wrong. And then let's say Trishel goes. Then you got John left, but CT is voting with them. So I don't know if, if CT and John are now a duo that's just like, no, 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 you got to listen to me. Uh, or, yeah, like what, what happens at that point? I, they're probably a better strategic person to go after than Trishel, but I'm just not hearing it because I'm tired of her. Same. I just want her, <laughs> I just want her gone, and I hope they go with it. Um, I will say, I wonder if John's a little bit like Phaedra, because I think he's really good, and I've said this before, of seeing a moment and then hopping on it. Like, he's not making things happen, but mm. the minute he sees someone basically on their last breath, he's like, and let me get in there and kick him. <laughs> yeah, get him again. Yeah, no, yeah. If you got to put the nail in somebody's coffin, that John is the guy you want doing the eulogy, right? He's going to talk to you about why this person needs to go. And he's going to say it in the coolest way ever. But I don't know if he's going to be able to rally the troops in a way that, like, Trishel's never going to start beating the drum, right? She's just never, like, if Peter goes, Trishel's never going to shut up about it. If you leave John and CT, maybe you have a chance at just being like, CT, Trishel's crazy, you know, like, don't listen to her, you know? <laughs> Maybe. I don't I don't know. I just I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Um, every episode I do a misguided faithful of the week. My pick okay. is John, because I can't believe he's stuck with the Peter Posse through everything. But do you have a different person? See, I wanna call him misguided as well, because it just doesn't feel like he has like his own targets. He just everyone knows he's faithful, so they're just listening to him because they're like, Well, we know for a fact this ain't John. I don't know what he did to clear himself. But they he they just know. Every time they even talk about it, they're like the most faithful, faithful John. Yeah. But at the same time, he's right this time. So I don't wanna I don't know if he, as the most faithful, uh misguided faithful of the week. It's like he he is correct. He yeah. should be burying Phaedra right here. Uh, I just don't know. I mean, it I, I think I think honestly, because it was a cliffhanger, we really don't know who to blame it on. But if if MJ votes incorrectly here, I think it's MJ. Yeah, MJ got it previously. Yeah. <laughs> but what are I we considering it's... as incorrect? Right. Well, that's the thing. So it's come down to one vote for the most part, right? It's Phaedra versus yeah. uh Phaedra versus uh Peter. MJ, if you're trying to catch, if you truly believe that Phaedra's innocent, then I think mm -hmm. you're misguided. But if she okay. knows that Phaedra's guilty and just wants to be there at the end with Phaedra regardless, then that's different. She told us that that is not the game she's playing. She said, nope, I don't have blinders on. I'm going to do yeah. what I got to do to vote out a traitor here. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm like, okay, I need to know. Is she is she cool with it being Phaedra because she knows Phaedra's not going to kill her? And then yeah. maybe in the end, they vote until they get her out. And then it's just MJ, Sandra, you know, whatever, and John maybe left over. Or is it that she truly believes, like, if they find out that Phaedra's the killer, and she's going to be like, oh, my God, you had me. So then I'm like, all right, MJ, come on, man. Right, right. I guess we don't get our answer until the finale. Now, let's talk 
let's talk about the end game because okay sure john you're the most faithful of faithful but i think it's also going to come down to like who do you want to share this money with Mm-hmm. so yeah. i have a feeling sandra's in danger like she's playing a great game but i forgot who but very recently someone still suspected her of being a traitor well, her working closely with Phaedra is not helping, you know, because if everybody is pretty much convinced it's Phaedra and Sandra's like, okay, but I don't want to vote for her, it it makes you think, well, okay, well, is it you too? And if somebody has been recruited, it it does make sense for Sandra, for Sandra to be saving her. Um, but I don't know, like you said, it's who do you want to split the money with? I mean, Kate's still there, you know, and that's that's the other thing that we haven't really talked about is that. MJ might be willing to turn on Phaedra, but is she, is she willing to turn on Phaedra and Kate, you know, or is it, is Kate going to be able to fly under the radar? I don't think Sheree's voting out Kate at any point, just because even, I feel like unless, and Kate, Kate's, Kate's being kind of obvious, you know, she's calling herself out as like, oh, I'm not really, I'm not really hiding this well, but if there isn't any reason to suspect Kate, I don't see them, the like the Bravo girls just being like, okay, let's get Kate now. And she just got here. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I I really think that, yeah, John, if they're just looking at people to vote out so they can split the money, John might be in danger. John might. Yeah, that's why I'm also thinking it's like they can say faithful or faithfuls all day. But if they're still like, nah, we're still in this game and we're going to banish you. This is going to be so wild. I feel like there's still so many people left. Um, mm-hmm. Do we think CT and Trishelle have any kind of end game of like, Uh, no, I I just really feel like Trishel's dead here. Like, I just don't know how she survives this vote. Um, and if she survives this vote, I think CT's fine. Like, I think I think that if if, if Trishel is here to the next episode, then CT's fine. He's not going anywhere. They're going to be aligned. She will always be a bigger target than he is. Maybe his, like, closeness with Phaedra makes people start looking at him and being like, well, you were riding with Phaedra for a while, CT. I don't know. Is it really tough to tell? Do you is there any world where they do another recruitment? Or is this just it? I hope it's it. <laughs> I hope it's it. I'm at the point of like, can the game actually work without traitors? <laughs> like, right, yeah. Yeah. Like you were you were like, okay, let them just start shooting at each other. Like, what, what do you need a, a traitor for? Or if they keep passing out shields and being like, Well, nobody was banished, must have been a shield. And <laughs> I, I don't know. Um I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. Okay, how much of this also, of me being tired of the recruitment and everything, is just, it's all Dan's fault? Is this, yeah, can we just do that? Let's do it real quick, because we have to say it. This is Dan's fault. Dan tanked the season. Yeah, because there would have been so much more mystery left if it wasn't for what he did. It's just, now, it's, the whole game is so cursed. Right. It is like Dan fans don't come after me, but whatever. He did it. He did he didn't do it on purpose. He did not take the seat. I don't believe he was like, let me throw Phaedra on the bus so that I I can't win, so she can't either. I really think that he was trying to say he was trying to be cute. He was trying to save himself and poverty by getting rid of the third person in the alliance and then trying to move forward with poverty because he didn't really he either didn't respect Phaedra's game as a traitor or didn't think she was able gonna be able to clap back and that he was gonna be able to get over. Um but when that didn't work, Trishel picks up that if I'm a traitor, I want to give you another traitor in that moment. 
that kind of logic is sound. It really is. It's like, why would he, he knows he like, he knows we need a trader. Give mm-hmm. us something. That'll get the, the, the smoke off of his back for a second. Cause he can always be like, I'm the one who got that trader out. So I know I'm innocent. And then we can move forward. And then maybe that'll, that'll get some heat off of poverty. It was a cute play. It did not work. And because of that, it, the going after Bergie that completely throws her, her poverty under the bus Whoa. using Phaedra as a scapegoat throws Phaedra under the bus. He highlighted all of the, 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 the traders and like mm-hmm. that lime green yellow highlighter and said, here we are now just try to get us. And then yeah. left. And then left. Yeah. And we just been picking up the pieces. The, the show, the producers have been trying to save this thing. They're like, <laughs> Oh yeah, no elimination this round. Uh, let's throw another shield out there. But yeah. I mean, I it's been a good season. I'm still it's been I'm enjoying it. I think now it's just we're really hurting. And it's like Yeah. The, the cliffhanger. The cliffhanger really feels like even the even the production of the show is buying time. You know, it's like yeah. Oh, it's like, okay, let's save it. Because if this was Peter, like if like if we like if we if it was like a unanimous decision that like okay, Phaedra wins the everybody over, they vote out Peter, we don't get a cliffhanger here at all, right? Mm-hmm. And so like the next episode, we're just trying to see do they ever get Phaedra, do they ever get um Kate? But because it's like this split decision, yeah. and this is probably gonna be the most dramatic moment of the season because this really matters. Um, I think there's no gravity to a Kate win. So I think that if it's like it's Phaedra winning is an, a win for the audience. You know, but a Kate win is kind of just like a scratch game. You know, it's like, congratulations, you won, but you you didn't do all the things that you needed to do for us to be really behind you winning this game. Yeah, which maybe we would have felt better about a Kate win if they just brought her in as a traitor to begin with. Why not? Why did they? Oh, so they waited three weeks to bring in Kate because that guy quit because Javante quit. That what happened? No, I did not connect those two. Maybe, well, I felt like that. I felt like that's what it was, right? Because they, they the first time around, but they didn't address it at all. Like they yeah. did not. You notice the show wasn't like this person yeah. said they couldn't take it. We just turned on the TV and there was no. They didn't. They they. It's like they edited him out of the show. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I felt like they slipped Kate in. Like we need one more episode. So like I'm gonna bring Absolutely. her in. Yeah. yeah. I also can just see, like, I think a lot of people enjoyed her the first time around. I can also see that they were like, oh, she was always supposed to be included. Yeah. But, and then we give her, like, a, since she played last time, we'll give her, like, a head start of a couple weeks. I, it, it works out that Javante quit. But it, for me, I felt like they were just replacing a, a cast oh. member at that point. Just oh. especially because they didn't address it. Had they been like, Javante, you know, he couldn't handle it or he didn't like it, he quit. You know, they could have worked that into the show and they just chose not to. So I always thought that was fascinating. That is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> oh my goodness. What is the beautiful black moment of this episode? Oh, uh, well, I was I, I love I love when uh they said that the church was Phaedra's favorite place. That took me out. Because <laughs> <laughs> all I can I can hear her saying, sweet baby Jesus, not Ekansu. Lord, not Ekansu. <laughs> maybe it's that she goes ahead she goes head to head with the other eloquent speaker who also is used to being in the courtroom john Mm -hmm. and i still think she handled that pretty well so that's going to be my beautiful black moment uh we (laughs) our buy has fallen no more poverty (laughs) 
Uh, but I still do a chaotic bi moment for all of my recaps, even if there's no bisexuals. Chaotic bi. I think it's all the sneaking that goes around this episode. Everyone literally tiptoeing and, and everything like that. I feel like the spirit of poverty who's always... <laughs> yeah. she, lives she lives on in those halls in that castle. Yeah, no, I think that that made me that made me laugh so hard. My bi has fallen. <laughs> <laughs> she sure has. May she live on. Do you have a chaotic bi moment? I don't. I I, I hadn't put that much thought into it. I hadn't even realized that the bi had fallen, um, as you called it. But that, that is so funny to me. Uh, but yeah, it's. Um, maybe even some of the, a lot of the commingling between what the people who are left, right? Because we have our groups, but we also kind of have a swing vote. You know, we got in the MJ could go with this side, it's the Peter side or the Phaedra side. It gets very by to me, you know. So I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Now I I have a new way to pick that for any strategic game. It's just the middle people. Yeah. Nice. You 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 play on both sides. I feel like you know. There you go. <laughs> So who are you rooting for to win? Sandra. <laughs> but I'm but I'm always rooting for Sandra in every game that she plays all the time. You know, like I'm, I'm unapologetically a Sandra stan. Um, but as far as um, would I like to see Phaedra win as a trader? Yes, because that's I think that's very interesting as a we saw her day one. She's been under fire for a couple weeks now due to some incompetence from maybe the other players around her. Uh, and so yeah, I would like to see her win on that. But if it's if it's not if it's not Phaedra, like if the Faithfuls have to win, then any combination of like Sandra, CT, and hell, even Sheree. Let Sheree do it. She's she's been kicking it. <laughs> yeah, let her let yeah. her do it. That would be great. Let her do it. Yeah, and it, <laughs> I couldn't even imagine that. But people would be so upset because I've been seeing some of the Discord online discourse online about like people saying like Sheree ain't even doing nothing. I'm not familiar with Sheree's, uh like history on the housewives, but is yeah. this kind of on brand for her? Yeah, absolutely. It's on. Yeah. <laughs> this is her move. Uh, first of all, she's a big girl. I've noticed that she's been killing it in these challenges and really putting oh, yeah. herself out there. Um, she's not known for having the most strategic <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> you know, she literally uh, from Real Housewives is known as like she has a business and everyone's like, where it's where is it? Where is it? Yeah. <laughs> where are the leggings, the jeggings, <laughs> whatever. And then she just throws out uh, a May, September. And it's like, what? Of what year? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was also a question of her house and how long it took for it to be built. <laughs> it's just. So, yeah, everything about this is fitting. If we're, and I'm also like, yeah, Sandra could absolutely win, but she's also missing a lot from the edit. Yeah, yeah. If she's winning this, they're not making it look like she was like a mastermind or she knew what was going on. Uh, her and Sheree will be winning this just because, you know, like, oh, yeah, like uh, they figured it out. Like her, Sheree, and MJ haven't really given us their this person is a traitor and I need to get them out because of blank and they were correct. Yeah. We haven't seen that one time from them. Oh my um, God. Oh my God. What if it's Trishel? We've gotten so much of Trishel. Remember that time Franza won BB Reindeer Games? Doesn't it feel kind of the same? Oh my God. Doesn't it just feel kind of like that? Where it's like, 
this was fun, but at the same time, oh my god, it's probably Trishelle. It's probably, but how did she survive this vote? Okay, listen, listen. Let's say Phaedra gets voted out right here. Okay, Kate, Kate comes in. I'm assuming she just kills Peter out of just frustration. But okay. come on, that there's no way a traitor should be left in this game that's not thinking I gotta get Trishel out of here. I just don't see it. I agree. I agree, but maybe something something wild pops up because maybe we have like one more banishment ceremony. Yeah, yeah, because if you yeah, because that's yeah, that's the thing. If Peter and Trishel are still there as an option, that means Phaedra's gone. So that means Kate has a fifty fifty shot of getting Trishel out there. She's probably going after Peter. Let's just call it what it is. So then yeah. Trishel survives that round. They get the banishment. They know Trishel was working with Peter. He's dead. They were. She was right about Phaedra. No one's voting out Trishel at that point. CT's not voting out Trishel at that point. She, yeah, I think, I think she might have just nickled and dimed her way all the way to the end of the game. I'm so upset. I'm so upset at this thought. Wait, it's we just were supposed to get theory. justice for Peppermint. We were supposed what? to get justice for Peppermint. This is not okay. This is not okay if it happens. This is not okay at all. Oh, we just worked ourselves into me stressing. I'm picking, <laughs> up, I'm picking up my fingernails. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, man. The oh first five God. minutes of the next episode, if if for some reason, if Peter is like, if Peter survives that vote, I'm like, give her the money. Trishel's going, she, she's going, she's, no, they say she's taking it. And it's like, ah, she's taking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you guys leave your comments and your theories because <laughs> i want to be convinced out of what we just did <laughs> to each ourselves <laughs> but wow. this is it for for this episode and this recap chappelle where can people follow you <laughs> Uh, well, first of all, thank you again for having me. This has been so much fun. Uh, people don't be asking me your opinion about the traders enough, and I don't like that. So I'm I'm happy that you reached out. And of course, you are always welcome to come join me on my podcast, Recap Kickback. If people go to recapkickback.com, they can subscribe where I'm talking about whatever I want to talk about. And so it's a good time over there. We've been talking about uh, black movies and television for Black History Month. And I'm not going to stop even when it's not Black History Month because it's me and I get to do what I want. And so come join me on recapkickback.com. Subscribe on uh, wherever you get your podcast and then follow on all social medias at recap kickback love it love that name so west coast where are you from i'm from texas <laughs> okay okay yeah I yeah from, i want it yeah hmm? i know from like california <laughs> yeah so so i wanted it to be black coded i wanted people to know like there's some black stuff in here but mm -hmm. also and it, i didn't want it to sound like like chappelle bet but you know what i'm saying because i'm doing more than that <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> on the Black by Reality podcast. <laughs> I was like, I was like, how does Chappelle UPN sound? Is that taken? I really just was trying not to get sued, honestly. <laughs> Absolutely. But oh my God, rest in peace to UPN. Right. Shout out to my people. The, the Urban Programming Network. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, guys. This is Black by Reality podcast. Please follow Black by Reality across all socials. We have so many more good recaps going. Right now, it's Couple to Thruple, The Traitors, and Love is Blind. And there's so much to process with Love is Blind Season 6. How is Love is Blind Season 6 harder to process than Couple to Thruple? Trust me, I've been keeping up. 
And I and I do not envy you for having to talk about Love is Blind because the stuff <laughs> on the show is crazy, but this social media recently has been oh, wild. So no. good luck to you. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you. All right, that's it. And thank you guys for watching or listening. Bye.